0: You know, before we before we really just start, let me let me just say real quick. I was on Instagram and saw and saw Jordan Woods doing a little uh like Valentine's Thirst trap, mm-hmm. just naked in the tub. Let me tell you something. I Tristan Thompson, he did that shit. Let me see. That shit with him and with that shit with him and uh uh Chloe? Where it was, you know, he may or may not have cheated on Chloe He did that shit. If Tristan Thompson is the high-level cheater that I that that he is proclaimed to be, he hit that. He fucked that girl. Okay. Uh, you can't tell let, let me just say I don't I don't advocate cheating, but if you're going to cheat, be the best at whatever you're doing, that you can be. <laughs> all right, here's the bath ball. And, <laughs> and having said that, okay, bath ball. If dropped into the you tub, can't, it. Oh, Randall is looking at her instant story. Rose petals. Let me tell you something. You can't tell me that Tristan Thompson is out here with all this miscellaneous ass. Where <sighs> and didn't hit that. That doesn't make any fucking Where, sense to me. Where'd it go? <laughs> you looking for the rest of the story.
1: Uh, we got got.
0: Damn it. You can <laughs> He looking for a real No, you looking for a real time insta story. No, it's just a picture, nigga. I didn't even see the picture. It's on Shade Room. They got it. Oh, okay. You should have started with that. The following content ain't getting you shit for Valentine's Day. Start the show. <laughs>
1: Hold up. No, I mean you. Can, you can go ahead and start it. I, <laughs> okay. I just had to get that off my chest, man. By because, the way, I am the following content. <laughs> <You
0: ain't> get, <laughs> shit, bitch ass thing. Okay. Uh, no, I. I just had to get that off my chest because. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. No. He hit that shit. He. He. He
1: definitely. Definitely.
0: Did You can't be a good looking Tall basketball player Named Tristan mm, No you definitely did Absolutely hit that shit Sir I I take it all back We know what you did Yeah Niggas Plus information Plus alcohol Equals opinions While black Your black ass cheat sheet For the week of foolishness And fuckery I am your boy Oz
1: I am D. Randall Waiting for this tax return To come back So I can pay <laughs> off My Christmas
0: bills <laughs> Oh man. Give me my money, IRS. Fortunately I am caught up to the point where I can just use this I can just put this on top of the vacation fund. I feel you. Uh, cause let me tell you something. At the end of March It's a wrap. When that when that direct deposit hits, yeah. nigga gonna vanish.
1: Yeah.
0: Nigga gonna vanish for just a solid week or two.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and even when I get back into town I will still be vanished. <laughs> Um. Uh, uh, what do we do? Episode what? Seventy seven? Seventy seven?
1: Yeah, how How you been, D Randall? I'm good, man. Um, uh, you know, I um, gotten more responsibility at work now, so. Oh boy. You know, it's uh even more dangerous now for me to have this podcast. So,
0: uh, fuck it. I'm not gonna get this man. F- I'm not gonna get this man fired. No, no,
1: no. We're gonna be. We're gonna be good,
0: man. Um, I do know one thing.
1: I'm looking at these Jello shots. Lines. We have
0: Jello shots.
1: All right, shout out to the coworker. Donation, donation. Donate. We always take donations in cash or liquor. Oh, um, what we have is a traffic stop themed flight of Jello shots here. Um, there's red, yellow, and green. This red one that you're about to consume now, sir. Is, uh, I forgot what's in it, but there's something with some type of cinnamon infusion in it. Oh, shit. Go here ahead we go. and try it out and let me know what you think. All right, let's do it. There we go. He's taking it to the head, y'all. Taking it to the head.
0: Mm. Sorry, I gotta hear that. Oh, my. That is a.
1: That was pretty good. It's like a mukbang up in here. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, so that was the stoplight. Okay, the second shot. Oh, is, we're doing a back to back. Why not? Let's go. Let's go. It's the you know it's the what, what's the yellow light for? It's the, you're about to run the red light light. Right. Uh, that one has I think it has twenty grand in it. Oh Jesus Christ! Twenty grand.
0: Um, All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Woo! all right i'm back in college and the third one is a green light i forgot what's in it but it's something that's 90 proof oh shit! oh boy here or, we go or 190 proof or something like that i can't well, remember. green means go all right oh oh
0: Before this show Ugh. I had I I hadn't done jello shots since like
1: The last time we did jello
0: shots. Well I me mean even the last time. Oh. I had done jello shots since like college. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I did last time I did back to back jello shots like that. Pretty sure I was eating an AK's pussy like yep. an hour later. Well Good thing I don't have any pinky ring <laughs> today. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, man. Uh, oh boy. Wait till I break out the Jaeger. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's getting it's getting to be that kind of. I I can't imagine why people think this is a boys' club. <laughs> nah, <man. laughs> um. So this week, I wanna I wanna give flowers to Mr. China Easy coats Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that's my new thing: giving out flowers while they're here. You know. I don't want to put too fine a point on this, but as soon as we started doing Giving Flowers While They're Here, mm-hmm. another well-known podcast, well, let me just say a well-known podcast, a well-known podcast started doing started giving flowers towards the end of their show. I'm not going to say who it is. Mm. Because I'm not trying to say that they swagger jacked anything But I'm saying that great minds think alike mm. uh, So I just want to put that out there Good job uh, You know pa, Great pods think alike <laughs> um, Flowers go to Ta-Nehisi Coates. Uh Many of you will know Ta-Nehisi Coates From uh, his Best selling book Between the World and Me um, His current best selling book The Water Dancer Mm-hmm. Um, he's a writer. He's been a writer for The Atlantic, I believe. Um, The Atlantic HuffPost. The, the you know, Huff Post. He he's made the rounds. Yep. Um in particular I'm giving flowers to Mr. Coates. Oh, and he writes uh the Black Panther comic. He wrote Black Panther comic, Captain America, yeah.
1: and I forgot what he's writing now. But yeah.
0: He's 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 still working on Black Panther. It's really good. Uh, it, it, for those of you that say I never talk about comics on this podcast, um, his Black Tana Easy Coast's Black Panther run is brilliant. Uh, has been brilliant, has entered the next level of brilliance. I would definitely pick it up. Um reason I'm giving flowers. Um the Gale King, the fallout from the Gale King versus like, Snoop Dogg thing. Yep. Um, so, needless to say, a lot of people had feelings about that interview, as we discussed it last week. Uh, many people had feelings about the interview. Snoop Dogg had, and we also discussed, Snoop Dogg had colorful feelings towards Gale King. And... Maybe not so much his feelings, but his feelings gave rise to a lot of the ashy, fuck nigga, Umar um, Johnson type crowd that felt it was okay to disrespect Gail King and call her an agent and call her a race traitor and all this bullshit. Um And... People were very disrespectful of her, especially in the wake. I had, I, I actually had it on my, um, on my own Facebook that people were really disrespectful and doing shit like, like they, they, they would do this bullshit where it's like, I'm, I would never give send someone death threats, but I'm not mad that they are, which is the bullshit. Batman begins. I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm not gonna save you. Bullshit. Man
1: and like, he, what? He, why the fuck? Why the fuck do people give death threats for some shit that someone's like said or asked? That doesn't make any fucking like, y'all, sense. So, y'all, so y'all
0: just have that. some like unbalanced ass responses to shit. Like that just that, And, and, and yeah. my thing is, if you feel like she's wrong, so be it. But let the punishment fit the crime. Just dispor- disproportionate ass responses. Everything Dude, ain't gotta be zero to a hundred, my Damn. nigga. Like that's just ridiculous. Get a fucking hug somewhere, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need therapy, Y'all preferably need, electroshock. You need your mama, man. Shit. Um, I need like a, a fucking father figure or something. Right. Anyway, Damn. um, Tommy Easy Coats has some choice words, uh, for these, especially black men. I I don't. Well, I I'm not even gonna try to unpack what he said because he said it better than I could. Let us go to the Instagram. It says Instagram post. Um, Is this it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> this from Ta-Nehisi Coates. When I first met Gail King, she was hurrying off set into the green room with a copy of my book. Posts were poking out of the pages. Pages were dog-eared. I seem to remember her having questions scrawled on yellow legal paper. This was impressive. You'd be surprised how many interviewers are just master bullshit artists. Uh, Not Gail. She reads, she studies, she prepares. I've benefited from Gail's preparation multiple times since that first interview. I'm trying to think of another journalist more instrumental in whatever awareness people have of my work. And I can't. I say this as a black writer. I say this as a black man. It is perhaps naive to expect black men to be better. Oppression is always demeaning and, and rarely ennobling. But black men, perhaps more than other men, have some inkling of what it's like to have a body that can be taken for someone else's pleasure. Indeed, we know more than we want to say because if we ever said it all, we might never stop crying. Maybe the, Maybe that really is the root of this. It is certainly not about protecting anyone's memory or their families. Men who want to hurt have been, using, have been using the language of protection all my life. It certainly isn't about Weinstein. Only a fool tolerates serial killing because Ted Bundy was once a neighbor. Whatever it's about, there's, no, there's really no way to be neutral here. Gail King dared speak of a man as though he were one. And a lot of us fucking lost it. We did not calmly express our dislike of the question. We were too weak for that. We threatened, we dragged, and we attacked. A friend watching all this said, damn, Gail has a son. To which I could only respond, these dudes have sons too. And this is what we're teaching them. It's wrong. We should want more. We should want better. honestly it doesn't get any better than that doesn't get any better than that and and
1: again you know we have to remember that people in, in this culture of in a culture of just um, canned outrage so to speak okay yeah um, to put it in context people are upset about her having the audacity to ask a question about something she didn't pass judgment at all she did not condemn the man. She asked a question.
0: And to Lisa Leslie's credit, I believe she gave a very good answer for it. I have to say, Lisa Leslie is not getting enough flowers from anybody about that. She handled it very well.
1: Yeah. And it's a disproportionate response. Like When you put people on such a pedestal that for someone whose job is to ask questions, to do that, you guys have a disproportionate response, and now you fucking want her dead. The weird thing is, I actually Gail King. You know, I respect her as a journalist, and I was even more one of the most impressive things that I've seen her do was when she appeared as a guest on Desus and Samiro, and on a show that you think she would be completely disconnected from. Right Before she got there You can tell that she had already Done her research on both of them She knew both of their families Their histories She used their real names The whole time And she knew more about them Than they even knew about her And she's a guest on their show And I was like Wow She actually goes back And she does her research on shit Before she appears on anything So you have to respect that About someone Who clearly (laughs) does a, a, A substantial amount of research Before she interviews anyone so it shouldn't surprise anyone that she would have asked Lisa Leslie that question because it's totally within her character to do so. And again, it was not done maliciously. It was not done to condemn him. Agreed. I feel, even though it was an uncomfortable question, it's still a, re- a relevant question. It's a part of your life. She said, "Does do you, a- do you think that taints his legacy she didn't say it taints his legacy she said as a person who was close to him do you think that that incident taints his legacy and lisa leslie said no and gail accepted her answer and y'all want gail dead
0: and 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 let me just say even when even when she pressed it and said but you wouldn't know lisa a lot of goofy niggas felt like she was really trying to throw shade at kobe but that's not what happened she was trying to say that no, you wouldn't know because you, this person you look at with such honor and respect, who's never shown you any of those signs, of course, of course, you wouldn't see a potential sexual abuser in them, because most of the time, because most of the time in the real world, um, rapists aren't these blatantly evil looking people. They don't tell you they don't tell you off the muscle they're gonna do some shit. Right. They're not snidely whiplash and they don't post on Facebook they're gonna, that they're gonna go tie Penelope Pitstop to the fucking tracks. Right. They they in if fact if I can remember I don't know if the this, this, this statistic is correct on this but most of the time sexual assault happens amongst uh to happen the 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 abuser is someone that they knew. Right. That felt comfortable. So yeah, she wouldn't know. But all that aside, whether you agree or disagree with what Gail King did is really besides the point. How you treat her in the in the wake of that um is really what matters. And by the way, uh, Snoop Dogg, no I don't give a fuck about your apology. I don't give a fuck about your apology, and anybody that was offended about that was offended by it probably doesn't give a fuck Wait, either. What did he apologize for? Oh, he apo- oh he outright—he apologized. He said, "I shouldn't have been talking like that to an almost seventy-year-old woman," and um, he. Oh, he—he he was like, "I don't want that lady dead," and this, that, and the third. But here's the thing: his mother told him to apologize. Not only did his mother tell him to apologize. <laughs> Susan Rice jumped on Twitter. It was like, "We coming for that ass. You better leave Gail King the fuck alone." Susan Rice got on Twitter, and got in that ass, and was like, "No, you better leave her the fuck alone." You, you what? We not gonna do on Black History Month is go after Gail King. You better get. You better get the fuck out of your feelings. And sure enough, he turned around and has expressed his. His, his regret and his sorrow and all this shit. I like to
1: publicly apologize to you for the language that I use and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. No, you only apologize because your
0: mama You had to good. be scolded into it like a fucking child. Fuck you, Snoop. Fuck you. How old is he? What, 50-something? Old. Fuck you. Suck my dick. Go, go cook some more bouillabaisse with Martha Stewart. <laughs> Fuck you you know and, and all that to say this is really supposed to be a positive segment but all that to say praise to Easy Coates oh yeah that's what we're talking about praise to ta Easy Coates for that because um it is really hard to be a black man uh, to be a black man who defends black women especially on the internet and he did it with such poise and um I, I don't have that level of dignity that he has when it comes to defending black women. I literally told I told a nigga <laughs> to suck my dick. <laughs> I told him I ate his grandmother's pussy. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's a couple that, niggas want to fight me. That escalated quickly. All right. Oh, it's mad niggas that want to fight me. Um, uh, I had, don't have that level of poise and grace that Tana Easy Coast has. So, how do you spell "stand up for black women"? S u c k m y d i c k. Facts. So, wow, um, it's really it, it's it's good to see somebody that of his stature that can take the time out to uh, to gracefully point out why it is so important that we defend our women, and even, and even if we have an issue, we can air that out in the locker room kind of thing. Yep. That's the way I've always felt about it, is that we are, if we're going to lay claim to being a quote unquote community, we have to treat each other like we would treat our neighbors. Yep. We wouldn't run up to our neighbor's house. We would run up to our neighbor's house, call him a dirty dog ass bitch. Wow. So Snoop Dogg need not do that uh, to a woman that is her elder, that is his elder. So praise to Easy Coast. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for um, between the world and me, which I which I enjoyed. Thank you for Black Panther. Um, just thank you for being a good example of a black man um, protecting his community in the right way. And most importantly, thank you for uh, giving
1: me the black man up nod when you saw me at the Seattle um, Emerald City Comic Con that one year. Hey you know, Hey man it's, it's understated man When you see niggas in public man they do that down nod Don't fuck with them Tony gave me a full A full Chin uplifting Up nod like What's up black man
0: I was That's like, what I'm talking oh, about Get that's that same energy a real nigga dog Love him We out here. <laughs> um,
1: Jess was like You wanna take a picture And I'm like nah I'm a real yeah. <laughs> Real niggas don't take pictures With other niggas
0: <laughs> What next You gonna want this man smiling We good nigga um, I got a connecting beard <laughs> Um, I will do a brief Humans ain't shit Even though uh, There was a lot of Humans ain't shit Peppered into the Flower segment <laughs> Um, This ain't gonna take long Y'all Mind your fucking business mind your fucking business about Dwayne Wade's kid. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not mad at Dwayne Wade for um for standing up for Zaya. Zaya. I'm yes. not sure. Uh for young Zaya. I'm not um uh, mad at him standing up for him do, for him uh supporting his child doing what she wants to do. Uh, and, as long as it's not hurting anybody y- You
1: know what I'm going to speak my truth y'all I'm going to speak my truth
0: well, well wait let me let me just say this Oh right. yeah please say it I am mad I'm not mad at him But I'm mad that this is a topic Because it has reawakened All the hoteps mm-hmm. With all this uh, Feminization of the black man shit And all this gay agenda bullshit Um I could I I thought we were past that And we are not Because we are A terrible terrible species We are We are Now what were you Going to cook with Randall
1: So I don't know if everyone Has seen like the little clip On Instagram or whatever Where they're riding In the golf cart And Dwayne Wade and his His daughter Right Are talking His daughter is talking about How You know Everyone should be comfortable being who they are and, and and it's not really the right of other people to judge who they are because who you feel you are is who you are. And you know, that's that's really what it is. Um my truth is I'm a person who was raised in the seventies and eighties. Um, raised to believe that there are two genders. And I know that over the last decade or so I've gotten quite an education myself in gender studies and even reading the other day about Blaine Wade's acceptance and support of his child's um, gender identity it really opened my eyes to a lot of things because I realized like even if I don't understand some shit I can still respect that person's feelings about it like it's very it's for 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 most of us who have under- always understood like a binary gender structure for someone to say that someone identifies as a woman who was assigned someone who identifies himself as a yeah, as a female right who was assigned male parts at birth sure it can be disorienting it can be confusing because all of my life i know I was raised in a very binary gender you do A understanding and, B. and I had to realize that regardless of whether or not I understand what that person feels like, regardless of whether or not I understand what they're going through or what their actual gender identity is at the end of the day it doesn't affect me it's none of my fucking business at
0: all and, whatsoever
1: and whatever makes them happy as long as it does not harm me. I'm perfectly okay with it, and if Dwayne Wade, Dwyane Wade, this child's father can understand that and accepts her, her, and loves her for what she feels that she is and identifies as, then goddamn it, that's okay with me too. Why are y'all getting bent out of shape some shit with shit that ain't got shit to do with you?
0: Someone, you know what? And then somebody on Instagram said that. Cause you know, there's all people always trying to call Dwayne Wade gay. Man, somebody tried to say that he was that that he was just he was okay with it because he was living vicariously through his kid. Fuck you. Shut up. Get the fuck off of the internet. Fuck you, Lydia. Some
1: of y'all niggas think y'all
0: cute. Y'all niggas look broke as fuck.
1: God damn it. Fuck. You. Ain't nobody telling y'all about yourselves. So if this person who was born with male parts feels that they are a girl. Then let them be that. Mind your fucking business. Because niggas ain't telling your broke, busted, gap-toothed ass that you ugly. And you think you cute as fuck. Y'all niggas out here looking like Lil Boosie. (laughs) Talking about I'm a pretty nigga. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Y'all some hurt-looking niggas. Fix yourselves, man. God damn it. Fix Fix your motherfucking mind. Worry about shit that's important to you. Raise your kids. Who are your kids? (laughs) Raise your kids. Niggas don't know if they got daughters or sons God damn it You don't know who your kids are fucking Shit Y'all some raggedy ass niggas Song of the week I'm drunk already <laughs> I knew it Y'all are some stupid shit man Why are y'all so mad That's what I want to do Why are y'all so mad Like y'all really be out here on the
0: internet Because it's the agenda bro Mad it's the agenda.
1: Ain't nobody, right, ain't nobody running around poking you in the ass, bro. <laughs> ain't nobody fuck. Ain't nobody worried about you. Like stick to your little miserable ass job, and quit, t- quit taking your misery out on everybody
0: else, man. Y'all just be mad for nothing. Fuck <laughs> That shit is annoying. It's, it's it's lame. It's lame. It's mad lame. Sorry, sorry, y'all. Uh, song of the week. Um, We're going to get into another little It's Valentine's Day We're recording this on Valentine's Day Man, fuck Valentine's Day no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, We're going to get into a little slow jam here This is Etta Bond Yeah, Featuring Sir Yeah, You know it's always a good time for a Sir feature Uh, With More Than A Lover Pull yourself something Get comfortable We're going to have a great show um, We'll be back for more opinions while black Let's go Everything I dreamt of came true.
1: I don't want it to change.
0: Everything I dreamt above of of you. Tired of hearing about you, but the truth is you do more than most of them, and that's before all the affection you give to me. Take it all.
1: of the weather now the sky is free for us to fly we don't believe in love with limitations giving you my best is right where things begin
0: Understand it, but a new one started If we grow apart just know you got my love Regardless I know Yeah, yeah, yeah I know my friends are tired of hearing about you But the truth is you do know the most of them And it's before all the affection you give to me Take it all you might more than it to to me mm-hmm. That was More Than A Lover by Etta Bond featuring Sir. I've I, I really been feeling that song. Um, anything with a Sir feature is just, you know it's going to be fire. Anything. He might be my favorite West Coast artist right now. Sir is very underrated. There's not a lot of, there's not enough conversations happening around that album. That album was fire. Yep. 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 Uh, it, it was the first time in a while I haven't hated a Lil Wayne feature. <laughs> Um, there's been some. There's been some decent music coming out. So you saw where Summer Walker did. Summer Walker did a remix to Justin Bieber's joint, that mm-hmm, Yummy song, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the song is better for it. Yep, Let me just say that. Yep. Um, uh, the fo- the Photograph soundtrack. Well, actually, I'll get into the Photograph soundtrack later. Um, let's see what else is going on. Um, oh. Uh, so I've been, you know, I'm always looking for new black content mm mm-hmm. uh, Old just dropped uh, a new Ava show Oh Called uh, Cherish the Day
1: Cherish the Day
0: Which is the, the Sade, the Sade joint is the uh, theme music One last day. Uh, Still a classic One last day.
1: The Robert Glasper version is fire yeah yeah, with um is it it Lettuce huh it's Lettuce Lettuce okay I almost said Layla Hathaway yes you're correct
0: um no Layla Hathaway well no no yeah it was Lettuce it was Lettuce um so Cheers Today is a really is a really dope joint it's um it's like an anthology series yep oh okay uh, it's an anthology series where um, it's like it's a romance. It's a it's a kind of romance story, you know. Like American Horror Story has a different romance, it has a different uh, horror theme every season yeah, yeah. and new characters and a new story. They're doing that with Cherish today, except it's going to be new characters and new romance every time, and uh, is each episode is a day is one day in the life of that romance dope the first the first season is supposed to be like five years and eight episodes okay and that's how niggas be living their relationships online (laughs) fall off for six months Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and the first episode I watched the first two episodes in a row and The first episode was the first day these two people met and Went on kind of this impromptu date um, And the second episode was a year later after that date fell apart mm. But the chemistry was always there Um, I'm not gonna lie to you a lot of this was cheesy shit And there's a couple of characters who were mad cornball but it had a lot going for it. The music was dope. Mm-hmm. It was well shot. Yeah. Cicely Tyson was in it. Oh. You see Abel flexing her muscles, right? I see. Now, you know. <laughs> you and then on top of that, Cicely Tyson's like ninety two. She is. So we got to get her. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So you got if, if you have the chance to work with her, you got to get on that. Yeah, you got to get it now. Um. Uh, so. Uh, Cicely Tyson is 92 has not missed a step. Um, Always entertaining, always engaging to have her on screen. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. When I look at a genre of anything, any genre, I look at what the purpose of that genre is in storytelling. Right. Cheesy romance shit like this is for you to um, live vicariously through these characters. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, you wanna cuddle with you, you wanna cuddle with your dude or your or your woman or whatever, and live vicariously through these characters. Yeah. If you're single, you wanna pour yourself a glass of wine and live vicariously through these characters. I feel like you can do that with these characters. It's very cute. The little bit of drama there is the characters are a little exasperating because you have to have some conflict. Um, because there were a couple of times where I was like, what are y'all doing? What the fuck are you arguing about? Uh, I don't want to give away too much of the story, but, um, despite the small aggravations these characters give me in their reservations about each other, um, It it will definitely be bringing me back For another few weeks Um, I like That Programming for us Is running the gamut Everything doesn't have to be super serious Everything doesn't have to be Conflict and tears And suffering uh, Coming of age In the hood and all that shit Um, Nobody's Nobody's showing up every week to overthrow Empire Records. It's something for everybody. It's something. It, it's something on Wednesday nights where you can come home and pour yourself a glass of wine and mellow out to this shit. And I like that there's programming for us Dope. like that. Um, what else is going on? Um, oh, I saw the photograph. Ah, what'd you think of it? Okay, here's Oz's review of the photograph there won't be a lot of spoilers there will be some um the first thing you can say above all about the photograph is that the music is incredible Mm. the music selections from other artists are good Mm -hmm. but the score Robert Glasper killed this shit H town H town oh man as a matter of fact H-Town, HSPVA, shout out to Robert Glasper, hit this man with the air horns. Um, The music was incredible, and I, I actually heard a lot of people walking out of the theater saying, man, that music was so good, I feel like I don't listen to enough jazz. And the fact that Robert Glasper is so good at what he does, he's bringing people to his art form yeah he's bringing people there's not a lot of people in the mainstream that can say they're bringing people to jazz yep Robert Glasper is one Thundercat is becoming one um so shout out to him the music was so good and it really it really set a lot of the mood for every single moment in this movie um uh I can say that Issa Rae looks incredible mmm and it she makes me she makes me feel bad and she makes me feel like I have forsaken her uh, in Insecure's off season. Cause you know I've always thought Ysa Ray was fine. <laughs> um She looked amazing and the cinematography only made her look twice as amazing as she already does. Let's go. Um Lakeith Stanfield is really charming and charismatic on camera he's denzel of his generation y'all he I is, said it he is he is very much becoming the denzel of his generation man um on and off camera because he 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 suffers no fools off camera <laughs> um the chemistry between these two let me just say and again this goes back to what I watch a romance for. I like that these two had a romance that felt realistic in the way that it felt relatable. Like there wasn't a lot of epic drama there wasn't a lot of people falling out and making a huge deal out of small things. This felt like two reasonable people having reasonable conflicts but wanting to be together and relating to the, the relating to each other in very normal ways. People just in the car talking shit about Drake over Kendrick Lamar. Uh and Lil and Lil Rel definitely added to that. Lil Rel was funny. He he I have to admit he was funny. Yeah. As uh LaKeith Stanfield's brother who was just perpetually disapproving. Um, of everything he does and everything felt like it flowed naturally there was no like there was no epic baby mom to come in and uh, oh it's your baby there was no real as the world turns soap opera bullshit
1: yeah
0: Um, I think that's the thing that this movie has going for it the most there's going to be a lot of comparisons to Love Jones Yeah, there have already been a lot of comparisons to it, which is... That's that's not a bad thing. Love Jones felt a little more epic in the way that... Love Jones happened over... I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but it feels like Love Jones happened over the course of like some months. It was some months. It was definitely some months. Um, The photograph seems to have happened in like a week or two. Uh, Which, these people fell in love fast, and I, I think that's really cool. and That's what it had going for it. The performances were really good. You know, it spans over, so it spans over two generations uh-huh. uh, because it's telling. It's also telling the story of Issa Rae's mother. Okay. Honestly, that as much as I like Issa and Lakeith, the flashback story really had me more sucked in. Uh, there were some good performances there. Yolande Noel, no oh. Daniel from Insecure, yeah. It was good to see him as someone other than Daniel (laughs) and really stretch his legs. I'll be honest. When you were looking at him the whole time, you were like, that's Daniel. That's Daniel. At first, I was like, damn, that's Daniel. But he really sucked you into that character. And the guy that plays the old version of him, Mm -hmm. the old current version of him, he I know he's been on something else, but mostly he was on uh, Daredevil and Luke Cage. He was a Turk from Daredevil. Wow. He let himself go a little bit. And he was amazing. I want to see yeah. him in more things. He's a good actor. Um, I feel like for this generation, because we lost poor uh, Reggie Kathy, mm-hmm. I feel like he 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 needs to be fitting in that bag. I see that. I see that. Um, this was an enjoyable movie, man. This was it. Was it was it hugely substantial? Is it going to make you reconsider your life? No. Is it a nice feel good? Popcornish kind of movie that opened on Valentine's Day absolutely nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with that every black movie y'all every black movie that comes out doesn't have to be the answer to all black movies
1: and you know like niggas want a date night movie and I bet you every black person see that oh this is gonna be in your collection actually I, I, I gotta say shout out to whoever I don't know who produced the movie or whatever But you know Will Packer Okay Will Packer Shout out to Will Packer Because you know they are niggas who are looking for a Valentine's date And they're like Guess what girl mm-hmm. We're going to go see the photograph
0: Nigga I went to the 11 o'clock showing This is the early 11 a.m.? 11 in the a.m. That's what I do on opening on opening days Because I'm off Fridays Mm-hmm I go to the earliest showing humanly possible. Yeah. Every black person, usually this works because there will be like five people in the theater. <laughs> Every black person worth their ass got up, drove out to Pearland, and caught the 11 o'clock showing. Hey, babe. Hey, check this out.
1: What we're going to do is we both going to call in today. We're going to go see the photograph. Ha <laughs> ha!
0: And it's a salt grass right across the street
1: Take her over there,
0: and get something to eat, get you a steak Claire. You know what I'm saying? Get you something to eat. and it's Valentine's Day. if you got the date to yourself, you could be getting the pussy by two, by two All right. I'm just saying I knew it. Um, you know and so this this movie serves that purpose. I will probably, whenever it comes to streaming, I'll probably be streaming it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, not everyone is going to enjoy it. There are some people that are going to pick it apart to death because, you know, we have to find the seminal black work or, you know, whatever. This is just an enjoyable movie. Um, What else is going on? Oh, Byron Allen. Nigga, do you know Byron Allen? Do you know Byron Allen bought 11 TV stations for $305 million? Look, y'all. <laughs> Look, I used to, I used
1: to, I used to, back, back in the whole uh, black talk show explosion yeah. of um, of the 90s, when Byron Allen had his own late night talk show, I used to clown this whole show. I'm like, bro, your show is the only shit that's worse than Chris Spencer's show. Oh, y- Y'all remember Vibe? Oh, I was no. like, "This is the only show that's worse than that." The Byron Allen left TV vibe was trash. Next thing I saw, Byron Allen bought the Weather Channel. I was like, "Whoa, okay, we're in a whole different bracket now. This is a whole different game." And over the last couple of decades, y'all, Byron Allen has become one of the largest owners of uh, of, of, of television stations
0: in the country. So Byron Allen but um some some local television stations that are affiliates of major joints like abc uh, C- uh cbs fox news y'all don't realize this man has a game plan Not only does he have a game plan he's tell do we have that up uh, yeah yeah Um, He's telling y'all what the fucking game plan is Quote This is a quote um, from uh, Deadline.com We plan to invest approximately $10 billion To acquire ABC CBS NBC And Fox television stations over the next three years With the goal of being one of the largest television Broadcast television groups in America did he just outright tell y'all what the fuck is happening? He said he's about to drop $10 on y'all. See, this is what it looks like when somebody's trying to buy NBC. This is what it looks like. And yeah. guess what? Byron Allen ain't raping
1: nobody. And he's not only buying NBC, he's buying ABC, CBS, and Fox.
0: He's coming for you all shit. This is what happens when a black man is trying to control the narrative. There's no secret meetings about it. There's no, they just do it. So all y'all Bill Cosby capers that swear he was trying to buy NBC and this and that's why and that's why he's in prison. Suck my dick. Oh. This is how it looks. Oh. This is how it looks. And guess what? Byron Allen, I repeat, ain't raped nobody. <laughs> At
1: all that we know of.
0: You know. So there's that. Um.
1: I, I always admire his story because At the beginning of his career Of acquiring stations He was shut out in a lot of ways Yeah, and, I do remember that And Byron kind of set up his own like He set up his own system for For doing what he does now And he just And you would never know You would never know This nigga ain't out boasting and bragging about shit This nigga's out just saying shit like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna invest ten billion over the next three years
0: and get some shit. And he's going to do it. And he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Now, well, let me tell you, if he's telling you now that he's going to do it, it's because it's in the process. It's already of being done.
1: done. He said over three years. That means he's already put down the 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 earnest the earnest
0: money for it. Your ass won't hear about it until next year. Y'all niggas out here buying Gucci. I'm just saying, man. Um... What else we got Um, Oh LeBron said It gets to college Yo.
1: Yo Yo Black people My people Rappers Niggas out here talking about they doing shit Niggas talking about they giving to the hood Influencers You know what I'm saying Influencers All of you Can shut the whole fuck up. Because a few years ago, LeBron started the I Promise School. And he told y'all back then. He told y'all. He said, I'm going to open these schools. I'm going to open this school. These kids are going to be able to go to school for free. They're going to get bikes. Their parents are going to get some shit. I'm going to make sure these kids get good grades. And this year, 193 students... His entire junior class went to visit Kent State University, which is also in Ohio. Um, they were there just on a trip to to visit the college. Yep. To kind of see what, college is, see what college is like. And it was announced there that all 193 of them will get a four-year fully paid scholarship to Kent State University with the first year room and board for free as well. And when I tell you that is literally putting your money where your mouth is. I can't say I cannot say bad shit about LeBron anymore except for his hairline. Oh And even then I'm gonna keep that to myself. Y'all gotta quit fucking around, man. This is what we're talking about. This is how you
0: control the narrative. This is how you control the narrative. But y'all but but but, but never mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna go on my tangent. Don't do it. They already know. They already know. They already know to shut the fuck up about this shit. There's nothing you can say. Who's that? Who's that to have shit to say about LeBron in the school? Jason Whitlock ass. Oh, I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it, y'all.
1: I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. You gotta, you gotta catch us on the Patreon. I'm not gonna do it this (laughs) week. We will put it on Baywall. I'm not gonna do it this week. I'm not gonna say that he is. He is, he is the Kool-Aid man in the form of a gravy boat. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to say that he looks like that nigga from Total Recall when he fell outside and his eyes started bulging out and his head was swollen up. I'm not going to say that. Leave Grimace alone, goddamn. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say he looks like Jabba the Hutt when Jabba the Hutt was choking on that chain. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that about Jason Whitlock today. I got better things to do. Um. <laughs> Leave me the next man alone. I'm not gonna say that he sweats cholesterol. I'm not gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> about Jason Whitlock
0: today. You're not, well. gonna, you're not gonna say that you're not gonna say he steps on the scale and it just says nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she says, ouch.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> That nigga steps on the scale. That shit says pull
0: forward. Oh, <laughs> shit.
1: Oh, man. Oh, God damn. Oh, that, nigga man. Steps,
0: that nigga steps on the scale it says wait till the end credits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that nigga's banned from all buffets. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. I'm not, so I'm not going to say that about Jason man, Whitlock I'm going to say that man. for the Patreon. Uh, um... This nigga looks like a deviated septum. I'm sorry. I can't... I'm not going to say that this
0: time. Oh, shit. I'm not going to say that, man. Oh, man. XFL football, y'all. Yeah. Um, so, I... I'm not going to
1: say the back of his neck looks like two footballs stacked on each other. I'm not going <laughs> to say that about Jason Whitlock
0: today. I'm not. I promise y'all. I'm not going to say that. Oh, man. Oh, boy. XFL football, y'all. Hey, pass
1: that, pass that gym beam. Oh yeah, we about yeah. to start drinking straight. <laughs> get that,
0: get that. XFL football. I did not know that XFL was being televised now. Apparently, it went through a whole restructuring. I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I just thought it fell apart. Well, it went through this whole restructuring and there's new investors. Yeah it's not just this man
1: this time and his bad ideas
0: right you know there's new money involved yeah um that nigga was gonna have him trying to do fucking uh rollerball and shit Yep. um so now it's being televised and i i didn't notice until i was sitting over the dinner table randomly i was like i kept hearing football and i was like football's over why is there and I look up and I didn't recognize none of them none of them uniforms. And lo and behold, it was the XFL. And I have to say I really enjoyed what I saw. I think XFL is going to serve uh, the purpose. There's random there's random bug in here. Um XFL is gonna serve the purpose of uh giving football fans that fix. Uh, so to kill. Oh, when they <laughs> David is Damien's in a real fight with this book. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> My bug, aim is completely off. This bug is gonna get the best of both of us. Anyway. Um but yeah, so I think it's gonna fill that void that people feel after the Super Bowl when they realize football is over. When they realize yeah. professional football's over. It's a little less
1: racist because they don't have the money to be racist. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Everybody's still fighting for a check. Yeah. <laughs> They're making it, make it actual wages. Um, which is interesting because, you know, uh, apparently there were negotiations between the XFL and Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Um, apparently, it didn't last long because, to quote Oliver Luck, The commissioner, who I believe is Andrew Luck's father, Hmm. um, Colin Kaepernick won an, quote, exorbitant amount of money. (laughs) He wanted more than (laughs) $50,000. Right, exactly. Because the average average XFL player, their contracts are only like $55,000. Colin Kaepernick... It's definitely not going for fifty five thousand dollars. You can't buy a lot of CTE for fifty five thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean now now we have to look at it like this. Colin Kaepernick's team is not stupid. Colin Kaepernick has a smart crew around him. What I feel like is happening is I don't think I don't think Colin Kaepernick was was expecting them to take whatever offer he was giving. I think he was. I think he's going to use this negotiation overall as a way to leverage himself back into the NFL. Either that, or he's just going to keep having a check. Just, yeah. I keep telling y'all, racism is going to pay for some generational wealth in this motherfucker. Let's go. Um, I, I feel like he used this to leverage talks with the NFL because the NFL definitely wants to make this right in the public eye. Which at the end of the day, that's all we really care about. Yeah, uh, we know that the NFL isn't just going to stop being racist. Um, we just want them to pay for it, and if that means giving Colin Kaepernick a check every now and then, so be it. Um, so I think Colin Kaepernick's smart, man. I think I think Cap is smart. I think he is going to parlay this into. Um, professional football giving him uh the bag for the rest of his life probably for for the bullshit they put him through. Um so yeah, I would definitely now I'll definitely want to keep up and see how that develops because I think Colin I, I think as it stands Kaepernick is just upping his worth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do. I think yeah. all I think being in the public eye like this I think at the end of the day, this is just gonna up his worth uh as a activist figure um you know he already got the bag from Nike makes sense I can see more endorsements knocking at his door um as he's being more and more public with these negotiations with varying i think he he I think he was he talked to another football league. Before, and and put some exorbitant offer on the table. He just he gotta he gotta he gotta get that shit popping sooner than later though. Well, that's too true old. too. That's true too. Um, I mean, Michael Vick's still playing. Damn, he is, isn't he? <laughs> Michael Vick's still in the league, so I, I think he'll be all right. Um, uh, what else is going on? Oh, so we haven't talked about the election in a while. Maybe not long enough, but we do have to at least uh, update. Andrew Yang is out. Holler <laughs> to the surprise of no one. No one, as it turned out, just handing people money doesn't was work. Was not the way to win anybody that else That's
1: not the move. That is not the move.
0: Every plan his Every plan his playbook was about handing people money. Um, not only do we not believe that coming from a a politician. We don't. We don't believe. Where are you going to get the money? I didn't get handed any of this money. I didn't get handed any money either. Um, so yeah, I was never buying it. Yang is out. Who else is out? I know Castro's out. Um. Oh, New Hampshire. Bernie Sanders won New Hampshire. He did. He that did. is a game changer. He did. And people think he's gaining a mom- gaining momentum. I, that's a game changer that's a real game changer here's why as much as I like Bernie I never thought the party would allow Bernie to gain any kind of ground well since your boy Joe is fucking up <laughs> they've they, they pretty much given up on Joe Biden is short circuiting before our very fucking eyes <laughs> We are, I, I genuinely think that they are keeping him off for entertainment purposes. We are watching the actual mental, <laughs> psychological decline of an old white man live on television. In and nobody's time. talking about it. Uh-huh. Um, so they're keeping him off for distraction and entertainment purposes. Um, Warren is in third place. Which... Kind of takes her out of the running for being the unity candidate. Yeah, third place isn't gonna isn't gonna get a lot of people o- over from the other side. Um. Also, let me just say this: in this race, there is no such thing as a swing vote. There's nobody teetering the fence between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. As much as I fucking hate Joe Biden, nobody's teetering that fence. Nah, not a single person. Nobody's on the fence between Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. No. no there no. are no swing voters. Mm-mm. There are just people trying to decide how much their racism is worth. Accurate. Uh so please shut the fuck up about swing votes. Um I think this is huge because I think the Biden people have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's been caping for Biden up to this point has a decision to make. Anybody, honestly, anybody on Team Warren, and this is including myself, has a decision to make. Yeah. Um. Is it worth holding out for your candidate at this point? New Hampshire is huge. Like w- Winning over New Hampshire is a huge thing for those of you that don't know. Winning those caucuses is big in in the the course of selecting a candidate, and New Hampshire is a I, New Hampshire, I believe, is a kingmaker at this point. I can see that. So, right now, a lot of people that keep up with the numbers and all that shit have a lot of decisions to make. Um, do you think it's worth holding out for your candidate at this point? When you see how powerful Bernie Sanders is right now, it's a tough answer. That's a hard answer, man. Um, I've had to eat my words a little bit about Bernie. Uh, he is bringing the black people over. Yep. I have to give it to him. He is bringing the black people over. He hired a Jamal. <laughs> he hired. He must have hired a Jamal. Yeah. And all Jamal is telling Bernie Sanders to do is shut the fuck up That's and it. let people vote for free college. It's just—it's just—it's so simple. I'm—you know—I'm telling you, we people in the handler in the in the business of being handlers, it's—we're leaving money on the table. Um, there are a lot of white people that need to be told to shut the fuck up, and when to shut the fuck up. I mean, I, I need to start pulling that,
1: on, putting that on my business card. Like I am very qualified to do so. Same,
0: same. I'm about to be out of a job. I feel like this is the next. I feel like this is the next step in my career. I even feel like that's like the the role of Jamal is
1: an actual work position. Facts. You know, you just hey, I'm, I'm here to apply for the uh, here to apply for the position of Jamal.
0: You are almost basically the nigga consulate. Yeah. And then if you need to escalate
1: an issue, you apply for the position of Supreme.
0: Right. Um yeah. uh, if eventually you want to get promoted to the uh head nigga in charge. Yeah. Uh but that's down the road. That's down the road. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be
1: a Jamal for at least three years, probably a Supreme for another four years. Head nigga in charge, that's
0: that's woo. That's exactly that's the, the crown, level. man. Yeah. That's 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 the that's the glass ceiling shit working out for everybody. That's when you just put hands on the nigga. Really? <laughs> You just open, you just open hand slap niggas for that. Yeah. Um, let's see, did I hit everything? Photograph, election. Yeah, we can go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back with uh, more foolishness and fuckery. You are experiencing opinions while black, sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasts. Absolutely, pour up. Uh, And we are back. Mm. We are black. Mm. We are opinionated. Yep. And uh, I think my I think my tongue is humming. Like my tongue is vibrating. Like that's how I know I'm drunk. Like I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, I'm here too. Still. Um. It is time for white people must be stopped. Scared. Scared. <laughs> um we have a submission from Vanita Johnson uh thank you very much uh for your uh, uh donation I guess um, <laughs> this is from CNN.com a Ball State University professor who called the police when a black student wouldn't switch seats will not be back to teach for the rest of the semester mm. The decision by the dean of business uh, of the business school in consultation with the university provost was made, quote, to ensure that we provide content- continuity in the curriculum, eliminate any unnecessary distractions and help our students complete complete the appropriate course expectations. Uh, the, un- the university's vice president of marketing and communication said in a statement to CNN, the professor Shaheen Borna has been a member of the Ball State University faculty since 1983. Mm. Uh, damn, tenure is a hell of a drug. Uh, in January, Borna called the called police after a student declined to move to a different chair during his marketing three three one marketing three ten class. Uh, the student Sultan Benson. Told CNN he arrived. His in name class- is Sultan. Yes, his name is Sultan. I, I ain't fuck with nobody named Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a real G. That's yeah, you can't you can't you can quote me on that. Uh, Borna uh, suggested he take an empty seat toward the back, which he did. Um, when another student left about a half hour into class. Borna asked Benson to move up. Already settled with his belongings unpacked and and his laptop charging, Benson asked why he had to move. That is when Benson said things escalated. Uh, either, Either move your seat or I'll call the police. What? Benson recalled Borna saying. Two campus police officers responded and video of the incident shows multiple students coming to Benson's defense. Benson said he left the classroom briefly to speak with the police in the hallway. This is some big ass policeman too. Wait a minute. Look at that, damn son. They came ready to go. You know, you you know when the one with the with his hat forward shows up. Yeah, it's, it's on. Um. Benson told CNN last month That he didn't feel comfortable Returning to Borna's classroom And had switched classes He also said he was experiencing Increased anxiety and nightmares I'm automatically going to be scared And on guard He said then That shows me you don't care about my life He ain't lying We don't even have to go any further He ain't lying Anybody who calls the police on me I assume that my life is forfeit in your eyes as a per as a black person, certainly for this person as a person of color, I don't I I, I don't know their nationality. Um, will you call the police on me? I assume you don't give a fuck about my life. Basically, um, I get there, to never fuck with you again if you call the police on there, me. There's a whole thing
1: that I, I just don't have the time to unpack on that and and the fact that people
0: that was you know, zero
1: to a hundred yeah. People just they they always
0: jump to using the police to move black people like that. That mm-mm. I guarantee a white person Would not have the police called on them. I've seen a many. I watch shit like ridiculousness and all that. So I've seen a many viral videos where white kids were acting an ass in class. No police were called. None. No police were ever called. Um. I understand that. The the education system And and just teaching as a profession Can be stressful For instructors If it's ever so If it's ever so stressful That you have to call the police Over a seat Someone that is sitting peacefully Obviously in a position ready Ready to learn With nobody holding up class But you That's what's amazing to me this is when teachers say you're. Is when teachers stop everything over some bullshit and then say, "Come on, you're holding up class. There are people. There are people that came here to learn. Ain't nobody holding up class but you. Nigga I'm one of them? <laughs> the fuck? Just start talking. Just, Shit. just go. No one gives a fuck. Um. So yeah. Uh, he's gonna get a large check. God yeah, damn right. If he hasn't sued the school already He's going to sue the school and He's going to get a large check Once again Generational wealth Is in the... Racism Let's Will be go. paying for generational wealth Yep All those generations behind that we are mm-hmm. Keep being racist Keep fucking up Keep talking shit y'all <laughs> Please, <laughs> Keep talking shit Y'all going to create some Bill Gates I'm here for it I'm 100% um send your racist stories your racist real life uh encounters along with your listener letters your questions for randall and myself or any of our guests please send them to opinionswhileblack@gmail.com, at gmail.com um or just go to opinionswhileblack.com and you can find our email you can find any of our social media outlets and please get us get in touch with us through any of them mm. Uh, We'll be back to finish it off with the top three STFUs. You are listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast, Opinions While Black. Let's go. (music) And we are back. Yes. We are black. Somehow. We are opinionated. Very. Very and we are definitely in the middle of drunk we we'll started off strong as shit with them jello shots
1: woo
0: um cause I am definitely feeling it um Yeah, this is random I was perusing uh Nike's website yeah and I noticed they had a big and tall section mm. that shit is ass dog like, like yeah like Nike ought to be ashamed of themselves that's a that's a trash little section yeah, that's how they get Man, you. Man, like, oh. Because I, I, I was looking for something to wear. Because, you know, Horrible Decisions Live is next week. Ooh, it's coming up that fast. Next week. That's why you've been doing these five weeks. Nigga, yes! <laughs> um, I was looking for something to wear. And I was going to go, you know, I got I got these. I, you know, I just got some new forces. Yep. That um, have not worn out of the house. And I was gonna get a little little unit to go with them, you know, yeah. some something, little something, something. So I just randomly looked on Nike's website. Deplorable, fucking deplorable. What is what is this bullshit? The units don't never match. They always be some strange color that they have available. Yep. You just want big niggas to be walking around in salmon. <laughs> the fuck. Niggas looking like rugs <laughs> Some random They always call it some random ugly nickname I don't want to wear nothing called rust Wearing some shit called Shower curtain <laughs> <The> Nigga what <laughs> Nike ought to be ashamed of themselves Man whoever I want to go on social media and complain to them Because whoever, whoever came up with that section of the website Slap the shit out of yourself Fuck you Big, tall, big and tall niggas need love, too. Yeah, y'all tripping. Look how bugging? Fuck that, man. Um. Anyway, it is time for the top three STFUs. Mm-hmm. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Number three. Papa John. Ooh. I don't know his real name. His real name don't fucking matter. It's Papa John. Ain't nobody eating Papa John no fucking way. Papa John was in an interview and he basically shot himself in the foot and admitted that this story that apparently is legendary among people who fuck with papa john that he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days hmm. is bullshit hmm. um and you and then you know some shit is bullshit when, when people start splitting hairs about the word that was used i didn't say i ate 40 pieces in 30 days I said I had 40 pieces in 30 days Or whatever Because there's such a Huge difference What the fuck Are you talking about This is why Nobody fucks with Papa John Well there's a lot of reasons Nobody fucks with Papa John Because those pizzas aren't good Sweet ass pizzas What the fuck Exactly I've always wondered That's like a weird Sugary pizza Nobody asked for that Um It doesn't take long To unpack this Papa John, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, just shut the whole fuck up. Pay, pay your, pay your employees proper health care. Give your employees proper health care. Pay them what they're worth, and shut the fuck up. That's all we need from you. Uh, we don't even have to spend a lot of time on that one. Number two, Wendy Williams. Mm. Haven't seen Wendy on the list in a while. Mm. I don't think we've ever had Wendy on the list.
1: I don't get the appeal of Wendy Williams. Like, she's, you know, she's messy, and people might find that shit funny, but it's not even, like, entertaining messy.
0: Well, let me tell you something. As somebody who enjoys mess, who peruses the shade room quite often, um, it, her mess is just mean-spirited. Yeah. That's the problem. It's not even clever. It's like crooked wig mess. Like, she... She's exactly the kind of human being that you would think would give rise to Charlemagne the God. Fuck I'm drunk. <laughs> that shit just really
1: hit me. Out of nowhere. I'm sorry. Um Yeah, she's a, she's the type of person that
0: would let a nigga named Lenard make it. Well, Wendy Williams basically said some homophobic shit. Shocking. Um she basically said um Since gay since gay dudes don't menstruate, uh, they shouldn't be allowed to wear uh dresses go home uh wendy just go just go home fix your broken marriage
1: and your wig and your wig and your crooked titties and shut the fuck up try not passing out in the middle of your show <laughs>
0: <laughs> try that then- didn't it, look, didn't it look like what? Didn't it look like uh, Sigourney Weaver from the Ghost from Ghostbusters got got possessed? She looked like a Skelling from the Dark Crystal who got his life force sucked out. <laughs> just, her, shit was, her life force was drained immediately. Wendy Williams looks like you know in Pirates of the Caribbean when the, when the when the pirates stand in the moon, and 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 you can see how de- <laughs> and you can see exactly how dead they are. Black beard looking
1: ass. Uh, you
0: know what I'm saying.
1: Um, Built like Jack Skellington. That is, I see. You.
0: See what's fucked up is that w- Wendy Wendy Williams' entire fan base is women and gay men, and she just alienated half of her base. Yep. What the fuck? What? I don't think Wendy Williams is well. Well, I, mean, I think her divorce has finally gotten. To I, her. I think we've always known that. Well, I mean, but more now than ever. I think yeah. her divorce has finally gotten the better of her. They need to put her back in that rehab joint. I but know. stop letting Nick Cannon host your shit. We need Nick Cannon on on as few uh, television outlets as humanly possible. Yeah. He just needs to be relegated to one where he can be as unfunny as possible. Uh, until then, Wendy Williams... Straighten your wig and shut the fuck up, please Uh, And the number one person who should shut the fuck up Really the number one person who should shut the fuck up all year round Particularly during an election season Our Mayor Sylvester Turner (laughs) Uh, The Mayor of Houston, his honor, the Mayor Has been caping for uh, Michael Bloomberg those of you who don't know, Michael Bloomberg, for some reason or another, is still in the running to run for president. Because he has money. Pretty much exclusively because he has money. And he can just put his face and his name on as much advertising as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not figured out what the Michael Bloomberg like fan base is like I don't understand the Bloomberg demographic other than like cops like I I know I know stop and frisk was a big thing with him um for a black mayor in a southern city one of the biggest southern cities in the country yep to be sucking Bloomberg's dick this is a disgrace my, Sylvester Turner is a fucking disgrace and I, I really wish he'd had a sensible candidate running against him because the only reason he's still mayor right now is because he was running against a fucking lunatic
1: who it was like a Nazi also
0: who was pretty much a Nazi if it wasn't for Tony Busby Sylvester Turner would not be here right now Um, this man's a joke I you know, and I can't believe I used to support this nigga years ago. This man's a joke. This man's a fucking disease. Damn. If ever there were a motherfucker that I want that I wanna just walk outside and beat the shit out of, it would be Mayor Sylvester Turner. Just fix Holmes Road, man. Fix Holmes Road! Oh my god! That shit is impassable. Fix Holmes Road! Fix Holmes Road Put some traffic, put 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 another light up. Do you, do you know the psychotic people on Holmes Road? If you have the nerve to drive the speed limit on Holmes Road because the road is so raggedy, if you drive over the speed limit, you will fuck up your tires. Mm-hmm. If you have the nerve to drive the speed limit on Holmes Road, there are people that will that will try to dive into oncoming traffic on the other side of that street just to pass you. Yep. Because you have the nerve To want to preserve Your fucking uh, suspension Wait till y'all hit those train tracks Exactly All your shit is fucked up And all your shit gonna be gone Cause you had to get to Cause you had to get to work Five minutes early You should've woke up An hour An hour sooner Your tires gonna be pointing In four different directions You fucking nincompoops uh, Fix Holmes Road It's so aggravating Because it's the only It's the only way out Of my neighborhood well, it's not the only way. You can go through Alameda, but Almeda's going to be the best way out. With. Yeah, it's the best way out. Now that they've opened up Buffalo Speedway. Yeah. It's the best way out. You can, get, you can get to my job in 10 minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? Fix Holmes Road. Stop talking about Bloomberg. Fix Holmes Road. And shut the fuck up. The only reason you you are back on a wing and a prayer, and you would think you would you be minding your p's and q's a little harder, especially with that runoff shit, you know. (laughs) You 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 had a runoff with a Nazi. You had a runoff with a fucking psychopath. Nobody was voting for Tony Busby. That was when when you and a Nazi are a decision to make. (laughs) You are a failure. You are a. Failure of human waste. Wow. You fucking condom failure. Fuck you. Damn. Fix Holmes Road. Shut the fuck up. Do your job. You moron. God, I hate this motherfucker. Damn. Like, I want to fight him. I want a, a real fight. <laughs> like, Creed and Drago fight. Damn. Oh. D Ramble, have we done a podcast?
1: Well, we definitely didn't fix Holmes Road. We did not that. fix Holmes
0: Road at all. Uh,
1: we did do that.
0: Uh, and, and, and and tell that, you know what, I'm not afraid. Tell the nigga I sent this shit. Him and Derrick Jackson at the same time. Him and Derrick Jackson. I'm going to fight both these motherfuckers simultaneously. And, and just in case you forgot, I'm still on your ass, Derrick Jackson, Draymond Green-looking motherfucker. Damn. Suck my dick. Damn. Team Oz, thank you so much for listening to uh, us go through our end of the week <laughs> absolutions or whatever. <laughs> God damn, um, oh, we get so angry. We get, we do, we we got pretty upset this episode. We uh, get so angry, but it came it came from a it came from a place of love because we care about our listeners and we care about we care about making the world a better place. Mostly, we care about drinking. Damn. Um. Thank you. Keep up the love. Um, merch is coming very soon. Yes. The merch store is imminent. Started showing designs. We we got some good ideas. coming. We got some very good ideas coming down the pipeline. I got some shit I really want y'all to see. I really think I'm. I really think we've got our own lane as far as pod merch. There's gonna be. There might be drinkware. Mm. Um. So just stick with us, man. We're going to make this work for a while. Going into episode 100. It's going to be amazing. Um, Euphonic's supposed to be here next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's always a good time. i got to make sure I confirm that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just shot him the text. Um, oh, yeah, confirm the yep. thing. Um, until then, we'll be back next week with more Foolishness and Fuckery. This has been episode 77. 77. Yeah. Of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz.
1: And I'm not going to say that Jason Whitlock's neck has camel toe on the back of it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But I am D. Randall.
0: <laughs> there got a horizontal camel toe. And as <laughs> always in party. This thing got lips on the back of his neck.
1: <laughs> he was growing an extra mouth in the womb. Oh! Just in
0: case. Look at as always in party titties. Man, Jason Whitlock but Jason Whitlock got the he, you know, he the black version of Bob from Fight Club. <laughs> Just hugging people with his bitch tits. <laughs> <laughs> Bye y'all.